Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Agents of Cool, where today we give you another trailer review show, this time on the upcoming all-female action blockbuster, Fox Force 5. Oh, wait, hold on. I'm getting something on my earpiece. Hold on. Hold on. No, this is not Fox Force 5. This is the 355. Repeating, this is the 355. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Agents of Cool. I am Eric, your grumpy number six, joined as always by... Ray. And so today we are giving you a quick review of the trailer for the upcoming action blockbuster, The 355. This is an all-female-led action spy adventure movie, co-starring Jessica Chastain, Penelope Cruz, Lupita Nyong'o, uh, Diane Kruger, and uh, Fan Bing Bing. It's an international team of female secret agents. Um... And this is like right smack in our wheelhouse. Uh, the preview trailer underscores it with a fairly serious song that makes it sound like uh, almost dour, but uh, it looks like a big, fun, bouncy James Bond Mission Impossible kind of deal. So this is right exactly what we're looking for. Uh, this was project was initiated back around the middle of 2018 by Jessica Chastain. She brought the idea of a female-led action James Bond Mission Impossible kind of movie to her a writer-director on Dark Phoenix, Simon Kinberg. And uh, they sold the project to Cannes, raised the money, filmed, and this is supposed to be in theaters, supposed to be in theaters in January of next year. Now, this strikes me a little bit like it's hitting the sort of the rhythm section January action movie slot, which I don't know that bodes well, uh, because that movie didn't do terrifically well at the domestic box office, even though we liked it. Are we the only ones that liked rhythm section? I'm not sure. Was that just us? We may have the only people in North America that like saw this it. Bit more, this seems like a bit more high-action Mission Impossible thing, like you said. Yeah, which, is which is definitely, surely more of a crowd-pleaser. I mean, we liked Rhythm Section because it was like a serious spy drama and whatnot, uh, produced by Barbara Bockley of Ian Productions. Uh, but this looks like a more sort of globe-trotting, sweeping, action-adventure spectacular. I mean, it did kind of get an Ocean's 8 vibe off of it, both, I mean... Oh, yeah. And I think, I mean, partly just... I mean, there's some similarities. Well, of course, Ocean's 8, I think, was kind of going for a James Bond vibe or Mission Impossible vibe as well there, sort of with the, we're assembling a team. Really, I guess Ocean's 8 was really going for a classic Mission Impossible vibe where you're assembling a team for a heist. Ocean's 11, the Frank Sinatra version, and Ocean's 11, the George Clooney version, are all right smack in that let's put together a team for a heist thing that, frankly, I'm just a sucker for anyway. I mean, you could you could put, like, Adam Sandler, Rob Schneider, and, I don't know, Jonah Hill in one of these things, and one of them says, we're putting together a team. And I hate those guys, and I'm still going to go see that movie because I'm a sucker for that setup. I don't that gets me Adam every time. Sandler yeah. all that much. Yeah, it puts me in mind of uh, the – I mentioned this to Ray that the, when we were watching it, the, the late 80s period where every movie was a team-up between us and the Soviet Union. Except this time they put China in as the somewhat questionable one. It's a somewhat questionable one, yeah. Um, I do. There was a. I looked it up. There was an actress in the Meg, and there's another Chinese actress, and they've got similar names, and I can't quite keep them straight. I had to look it up. 
the actress in uh, the 355 is the one that ended up with like serious income tax problems with the Chinese government. So I'm I'm relieved to see she's allowed to get out and work now. (laughs) I'm a little, I'm happy for her that she's, you know, out of whatever box they put her in. Um, That's one that like members of her family were disappearing and stuff. I didn't hear that part, but I would not, but not, I didn't hear that, but neither would I be overly surprised. Yeah, she was, uh, yeah, she was secretly detained by the Chinese authorities as from public in on for July first, twenty eighteen, for nearly three months. Then appeared right. on social media offering a public apology for tax evasion, and was fined one hundred twenty seven million dollars by the Chinese authorities. Um, wow! So, I, oh, she was a supporter in Days of Future Past. Yep. Oh, was was she in that one too? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yes. No, I'm glad to see. She, I'm I am glad to see she's no longer in Dutch with the Chinese, and I'm uh, hoping she's uh, none too worse for wear. But you know, uh, whatever. Yeah. Um, I mean, given the general reputation of Chinese corruption investigations that are less about corruption and more about well, somebody didn't pay off the right person. Um, hell yeah, yeah. Oh, still, uh, we'll see if this movie is actually in theaters in January. But naturally, this is the kind of thing we're going to go see anyway. Um, I can't get much. I can't get much of a plot from this trailer. Well, the thing that got me was the the, the, the go in your classic. Okay, well, you know the you know the the, the World War Two, the Cold War. We knew who the enemies were, but now you know people can destabilize country for stroke of a keystroke, and you know, somebody hits a keystroke, and then a missile hits something, which yeah. I think, as we we observe, we're watching is like, well, yes, if you, the keystroke launches a missile at somebody, that means you. That you can destabilize things, countries by launching missiles at them. That's a classic way to destabilize a country, frankly. That's, that's actually yes. what missiles are for. Uh, so is, it, yeah, in fact, that is in fact what missiles are for. I, so I don't know that this is actually – I don't know this is a unique and novel situation if the shadowy opponent, we're not sure who they are, has missiles. It could be foreign intelligence agency. It could be a shadowy global terrorist organization built on world domination. Cobra. It could be – it could be who knows. We we don't really care. This is basically the people that our heroes are going to go, you know, dice with in dark alleys and basically get in exciting gunfights and car chases with. So we don't really look to this for a accurate you know portrayal of geopolitics. But, oh, oh God, no! This isn't that kind of movie. yeah. But Jeez, uh, and, God, we don't want that. Yeah, and this. But you know, every so often it just sort of like you know, it's like uh, was it the fourth Die Hard? Was it the the, the Die Hard movie with the Mac? The guy was shilling Mac computers at the time. Which one was that? Uh, five didn't have a lot. Of, I'm sorry, three didn't have a lot of computers in it. Four was it the fourth one? Because the fifth, oh, Justin, Justin something. Yeah, was, the fifth one was where they go to Chernobyl, right? John McClane's Chernobyl Vacation. Yes, which again, there's well, one good line one in that one. Daughter was the one with uh, Justin. White. Okay, yeah, that's the fourth one. So if you know anything about how computers work, that and your brain is actually remotely, you know, that part of your brain is, you know, awake and listening, that movie is actively painful to watch. But if you can just say, no, we know computers don't work that way, we know networks don't work that way, we know nothing works that way, you can then basically watch, you know, you can watch John McClane shoot, you know, shoot the place up, and it's a lot of fun. You know, so, you know, kind of same thing here, but every so often it kind of rankles slightly, you know, it's just like, I... Now, now you see, um, I know nothing in that movie works the way the real world works, so uh, I'm, I'm not troubled by any of it. And given it's an action movie, given the human body doesn't work the way it seemed to work in action movies, I'm not sure why anything else you know bothers. Like, well, you know, obviously, you know, John McClane, you know, falls three stories through a skylight and land, you know, basically, you know, and you know, lands on a you know a pile of rusty cans and gets up and quips and walks away. Okay, no problem. Oh well, you know, IP protocol doesn't work that way. No, 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 no. Yeah. So 
the things we scruple and quibble over in movies sometimes, particularly in the action genre versus the documentary genre, is maybe a weird, screwy thing. We don't we don't really get much of a hand of a plot, but we got like a lot of really cool actresses saying cool lines and looking cool, like shooting stuff. And I do we get a car crash in this preview? I don't remember seeing I don't any think car we crashes. saw any cars. Uh, I think we you had your, your your classic you know bus drives by and the you know your your the secret agent just disapparates when the bus is finished driving by. Uh, shot. No, I don't think we saw any. We didn't see any car chases. We did see Jessica Chastain or Jessica Chastain's stunt woman doing some leaps on cranes and such. Uh, in I think in heels, where I'm looking like, oh my god. Unless those are added in digitally afterwards, that just seems like you're doing it on hard mode now. Um, though that was what was always the thing about, um, yeah, you know, doing it back, you know, backwards and in high heels. Like, oh right, Ginger Rogers. Yeah. So yeah. yeah so. Yeah, so it's kind of, um, you know, women's evening formal wear does not lend itself as well to gunfights breaking out at the casino as, say, men's formal wear does. Ah, good point. Um, Well, I guess gunfights wouldn't be so bad if they start, you know, doing martial arts kicks. Well, you still have to kind of, I mean... But Yeah, I mean, not that I would know, but I'm assuming if you're wearing, like, a full-length ball gown, you know, running, jumping, taking cover behind things is somewhat complicated by wearing heels and a maybe a floor-length dress. I don't know. Never... It really should have done a version of this about 15 years ago with Michelle Yeoh. Ooh. Well, we... Yes. That'd be well, about 2005. That'd be Michelle Yeoh. Who were our action women in 2005? Mm. Although technically these actresses aren't quote-unquote action stars. These are all like serious dramatic actresses who want to make an action picture. So right. you could, in 2005 you could have had uh, Michelle Yeoh, maybe Katie Holmes. Oh, yeah. Katie Holmes. Well, I mean, wow. uh, I, still, I still like I still like her. I think uh, I actually liked her better in Batman Begins than I liked Maggie Gyllenhaal in Dark Knight. That's fair. But that's no, just, that's just me. As the phrase goes, your yeah. mileage may vary. Okay, I mean, Lupita mm. Nyong'o, um, maybe mangling the pronunciation. She was in Black Panther with you know had a you know had several action sequences in there. I mean, if a Marvel superhero movie isn't an action movie, nothing is. So. Exactly. Um, uh, Jessica, Jessica Chastain also showed she can handle this kind of stuff. And Chapter Two was a, like a big old genre piece with lots of fairly demanding stunt and special effects work. Right. She was. She was, was, she was also in. She was also in The Martian, which had X amount of special effects work, and she was also in Dark Phoenix, which I didn't see, but which also would have had X amount of stunt work and physical effects work. In addition to the fact that she's a terrific actress. And uh, in, in my personal opinion, absolutely luminous. But that's me. Actually, I just looked up. Uh, Diane Kruger was in National Treasure. She was in National Treasure, so she's got her action bona fides. So, was she Helen of Troy in Troy? She was. And she was in Troy back in the day. You know, even if we looked at this trailer and said, this trailer kind of sucks, we're still going to see this movie because this is the kind of movie we see. So even if the trailer yeah, sucks, which it doesn't what the the grand plot that they're all stopping is, but we get the idea that it's a multi-nation team-up against something bigger. Exactly. Quite accustomed to having pointed guns at each other in the past. So, yeah, I mean, we're all in for this one, right? Uh Yeah, I I hadn't heard of it before you mentioned it. Oh, do we know where the title comes from? I had to look that up. Uh, You mentioned it before we started recording, but go ahead and tell us. It is the name of a... It is the the only thing we know about a female agent uh, for the Culper spy ring that worked for George Washington during the Revolutionary War. Uh, She was just known as 355, which in their code system translates as Lady. So we will never know who she was. And she was captured and probably died in prison or was hanged. 
but she was uh, Major Andre's girlfriend and prevented Benedict Arnold's treason from leading to the capture of all of our major generals. So we probably have a country thanks to this unknown lady. So and it is appropriate that, the, that an all-female uh, spy movie would be named the 355. That just gets me where I live. Yeah, my, my that only, totally gets me where I live. My, I love my, that. My only regret here is that if they, you know, this may, you know, if they, well, I guess they came up with a different title, but you know, I would like to. Of course, we don't know anything, but there's a that's a fertile ground for doing a Revolutionary War spy movie, which I think is a, you know, espionage oh, in the Revolutionary War is terribly underserved. I think as a, I mean, I well, think, they had that whole series, uh, Turn Washington Spies, which yes. I'm guessing probably has read it. Yeah, but, you know, big, you know, I wouldn't mind seeing, you know, big movie production of, you know, because you have a bit, we know very little, so you have a lot more range for Hollywood there. I wouldn't mind seeing one for Garbo, for God's sakes, uh, for doing historical spies. Oh, my God. A little surprise that hasn't been done. I mean, they did a documentary. It would be hard to do it as, like, any kind of, I mean, I guess it could be a drama, but he wasn't really in a whole lot of danger because he was in a totally different country. It was just amazing that he managed to pull off this massive deception for well, so long. Yeah, well, I think, I mean, you kind of do it like, well, look at like, you know, you do it something like um, The Imitation Game. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, the Codebreakers are never any, the Codebreakers are never in any danger. You know, they're they're right. safely back at Bletchley Park. It's but are they able to pull off their particular right. It, uh, but it, you know, but if you you crosscut that with all the, I mean, and that's thing, if you cross it with all of the stuff that Garbo, you know, Garbo's deceptions enabled, and of course there is that final meeting. You know, there is the final meeting where he goes to get his retirement payout from his very apologetic handler, and then decides oh, thereafter yeah. maybe pretending to be dead is the best course of action, and then does so for twenty years. Right. Um, again, it's it's crazy. If, if things, if you made a movie about it, nobody would believe this, you. This is this is really cool. There is like an underserved historical tradition of women in espionage and spying that this movie is starting to uh, starting to level out a little bit. And there are lots of great stories of women as spies. I mean, everybody's heard of Matahari, right? But uh, there's a lot beyond that in the real world, and that maybe we can start getting sort of the fictional world leveled out a little bit here. That'd be nice. Well, I think, I mean, what's kind of interesting about the most, you know, you've, you've had women in spy movies before where they've generally been, you know, there as, you know, someone to be saved or a trap for the, the, the spy or otherwise, you know, not, they are there more as implements, as it were, and rather than actual protagonists. Now, there's been... You know, you've seen shifts in that. I mean, you look at uh, Michelle Yeoh and James Bond movies. You, uh, you know that sort of thing. You've you've had a shift to where they're playing. You know, the, the female lead has a much more active action role. I mean, probably look at look at the next James Bond movie. If we ever get to look at the next James Bond movie, it's lots of progression to okay female led ones like uh, Atomic Blonde or uh, Rhythm Section or now this one and such. And again, you've got. You've had heist movies. I mean, I'll admit a spy movies, but a heist movie is not too dissimilar from a spy movie. You're just maybe not doing it for king or country, but for your own bank account. Of a general sort of tr- you know trend we've seen in trying to look, you know, the, the, the leads in action movies don't all have to be be men. Ah, of course not. Uh, do we concur that as a teaser trailer that we are excited to see more? Oh yes, yes, yes. Oh, Sebastian Stan is in this. I right. I did not but notice he- that. Yeah, I did not. I, did, I guess. Oh, I th- okay. I think there was okay. I there was one guy like I've seen that guy before. I'm not sure. I, I'm, it's weird. I, I've weird to see him with two functioning arms. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe it was the two arms thing that threw me. Um, 
I think his hair is different. But yeah, he yeah he, yeah he's in it as well. So, but yeah, no. Overall, I'm very I'm 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 this this looks interesting. This looks interesting. I'm curious how this where this is going to go. Um, Stacey, do you concur? Yes, I do want to see it. Good. So uh, we don't know as we record this under what circumstances we will eventually be allowed to see this movie and stay safe. But you can rest assured that your agents of cool will be seeing this film and reporting back to you on it. And uh, with that, uh, I think we bid you farewell. Um, this is Eric, your grumpy number six, whom you may contact at all lowercase number six at agentsof.cool. This is Ray at Ray, uh, Ray at agentsof.cool. And this is Stacy at Mrs. Peel, all lowercase no period at agentsof.cool. Excellent. And this is uh, your agents of cool signing off for now. <laughs>